0: Okay, so let's start. Good afternoon, everyone. Uh, the topic we have today is the, third, is the church teachings on IVF, or what you call in vitro fertilization and contraception. IVF and contraception are two sides of the same coin. They are artificial and scientific means done in the laboratory, either to aid one in having babies or curtail one at it. Actually, it is kind of difficult and controversial subject, but I will do my best attempt to explain it. Well, to begin it, let's start with the nature of something, anything, just let, well, let's say a chair. A chair, what is the nature of a chair? Anyone? Well, uh, of course, a chair is, uh, is something, it's a thing that you can sit on. Uh, what about a table? Uh, of, of, of course, it is something used to hold or place something on top, no? And how about a window? A window is to let in air or sunlight or what, what other purpose of the window? To give essence and beauty to a, to a home or to a house. But once you use it for other purposes, it loses its value. When you stand on a chair, you can fall. Well, my husband gets mad at me every time I, I use a stool to reach out something, especially when you're in the kitchen and the, and the shelf is kinda high. I use a, when he's not around, I, I use a stool, but of course uh, I feel guilty. So as much as possible, you use the right tool, no? To reach out to something that is high. So you use a ladder. And now let me ask you, What is the purpose of marriage? Marriage is is for marital purposes only. Okay, now what happens when one of these purposes is violated? Let's say in having children, a couple who has no child, let's say for some years now, undergoes IVF. I'm sure you have a general inkling or a general knowledge of what IVF is. So let me explain further how IVF is carried out. So this is the process of IVF. IVF is a type of assisted reproductive technology, which is coined as ART, A-R-T. It uses a combination of medicines and surgical procedures that allows the sperm to fertilize an egg outside the body in a laboratory. This fertilized egg is called an embryo which is transferred to a woman's uterus. IVF involves five steps. First, you have the stimulation. There, the stimulation of ovaries. Oh, we know very well that we ovulate and only one egg is, um, is produced during our cycle, no? And but IVF requires multiple eggs, multiple eggs to increase the chances of successful fertilization. When the doctor stimulates over the production of eggs, then the eggs will be, will undergo retrieval. How do they use, how do they do this? They use a needle to sanction all the eggs. But of course, when you think of it, it's very, it's very gruesome, no? But uh, with anesthesia, with the help of anesthesia and the current medicines, it is kinda, you cannot feel the pain, okay? And then from there, so the doctor is able to get, to retrieve the eggs. It goes into the process called the fertilization of the eggs, or this is uh, insemination and fertilization. The semen sample is collected from the husband just imagine how can you collect semen from a man? It is only done through masturbation. And we know very well from the onset that masturbation is a grave sin, no? So the sperm will be put together with the best quality eggs in the laboratory called insemination. Then after that, there is the fusion of the egg and the sperm. So that is what you call the embryo culture. The doctor then will monitor the fertilized egg to make sure it is growing properly. And when they are able to detect already what egg is fully fertilized, they will transfer it to the embryo, embryo transfer, which is done three to five days. Then the rest of the sperm or the rest of the embryo that is not used, will then go in the process of freezing the excessive embryos. In the process that multiple embryos are often produced and those not transferred to the womb are frozen for use in future attempts of pregnancy. If the IVF procedure is successful, what happens to her frozen embryo remain unclaimed in the clinic? So. Of course, when the eggs were gotten from her, it's not just one or two or three, but multiple. And then when it was uh, fused with the uh, sperm, it's also a lot. A lot of embryos are fertilized. So remember that a human being is conceived once the egg and sperm meet into an embryo. You no, know, There is already life there. God gives it life already as soon as that uh fertilized egg is turned into an embryo. Freezing of embryos does you inhuman act to an already a child of God, God's creation. And there's already the serious risk of death since the increase cannot survive the process of freezing and thawing. So number one is a serious risk of death or physical harm. Number two, it deprives them, it deprives the embryo of maternal reception and gestation. And number three, susceptible to further offense and manipulation being used as biological material to enhance further scientific discoveries. So I guess you have heard uh, you have heard some rumors. I, I think it's not uh, well-founded that one of the vaccines used is, uh, with embryo uh, content, what if these frozen embryos be used at the disposal of infertile couples? So it's not ethical because procreation is illicit as well as any form of surrogate motherhood. So you also hear some uh, stars, no, they go into this, or some politicians, they go into this that um, somebody will carry the child for them, no, parang again, surrogate motherhood, mothers. Well, how about prenatal adoption? This poses another problem because the child is not conceived through an act of love of his or her parents, and the child is not biologically their own. This could further lead to problems of a medical, psychological, or legal nature. So, uh, actually, we have a friend, uh, she's a Jew, and they're looking, I mean, now, I think it is a trend now that you find out what is your DNA. And so they went through the process of, uh, of finding out what their DNA is, only to find out that she's a test tube baby. You could just imagine, I mean, the trouble or the heartache, the heartache that, he, that she experienced from this, knowing that he, she is a test tube baby. Well, you know, even the children when they learn that their mother is a test tube baby, uh, it 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 also removed that uh, dignity in them, no? So, is it permissible for the biological mother herself, who had excess embryos frozen, when she was unaware of the unacceptability or evilness of IVF? To have these embryos transferred to her womb when for instance a person who underwent IVF and then uh, found out that uh, it is it is a sin let's say it's a grave sin uh, but he, she still has some frozen embryos in the clinic so what does the church says about this um, actually they don't have a de- definite answer on this no and it is all based on the conscience on the conscience of the mother if he, she wants to retrieve them and but i could just imagine how could that be if there are a lot if there are numerous embryos so how could he, she manage to have them no well uh based on what was said the only setting worthy of human procreation is the act of conjugal love between husband and wife it is in the unity of the human person in body and soul and the marital act that brings about a whole human being. Fertilization achieved outside of the bodies of the couple results in a fragmented being deprived of the meaning and value of one who is conceived in a true marriage. But our faith teaches us that even though if we know a person who was conceived through through IVF, not to scoff at them, no? Because every child which comes into the world must in any case be accepted as a living gift of God and must be brought up with love. Well, while IVF clamors to have children, contraception leads to curtail children to avoid childbirth. As St. Uh, Pope Paul VI in his encyclical Humani Vitae the use of contraceptive is always immoral. So a while ago we studied about IVF, and IVF is more of, uh, for more children, no? To at least to, uh, to an infertile person to go to, uh, to to be fertile, no? To to have children, and then uh, while a contraception uh, is something that curtails or controls childbirth. In using contraception, the couple do not give themselves totally to one another. They give their bodies, but withhold their fertility by using a physical or chemical barrier to avoid offspring, thus altering the nature of the act, and hence not true love, since it is contrary to God's plan for the use of sexuality. A same. John Paul II emphasized in his familiaris consortium, the use of contraceptive is a language that spells out selfishness. An act of marital union using contraception is simply an act of sex like the animals. All the animals do it. Couples who use contraception before but later on made amends by resorting to natural means would know the difference. Love for each other grows more that breeds respect for each other and a self-mastery.